Welcome to the TBE Richmond Podcast. I'm Rabbi Michael Knopf. On this feed, you'll hear sermons, teachings, music, conversations with guests, and so much more from us here at Temple Bethel in Richmond, Virginia. Thanks for learning and growing with us. Good morning. Uh, I had promised Benjamin that I would project. And uh, my grandmother was an opera singer. And I remember being five years old and mumbling. They're saying to me, project. Generations. These are the generations of Isaac, Abraham's son. There's no before or after the Torah, which means events are not necessarily related in the order they occur. Even as in life, some things are concealed from us. Our day of death, how we will be judged through what we will profit, the contents of our neighbor's heart, and the nature of the child growing in the womb. When 90-year-old Sarah, originally Sarai, overheard God promise the newly circumcised Abram, now Abraham, that Sarah would bear a child, she laughed. When challenged, she denied laughing at God's joke, though God heard her, Later, Sarah explained, God made me laugh. Let all who hear laugh with me. A joke is not a joke unless it's true. Your son, God said to Abraham, will be named Isaac. He laughed. Abraham circumcised the boy when he was eight days old. Unlike his father or his son, Isaac's name did not change. 37 years later, God told Abraham to take the son of his old age and go into the land of fear and bind him for a burnt offering. In one legend, as Isaac lay on the sacrificial altar atop Mount Moriah, the angel of death looked on and said, the moment his old father puts the knife on Isaac's throat, I'll take his soul. But when death heard the angels plead for Isaac's life, he realized, This man has no enemy. I will not harm him. In another telling, when Abraham took up the knife, Isaac raised his eyes and saw the glory of the presence. That vision didn't kill him, but Isaac's eyes grew dim. The rabbis comment, a blind man is like a dead man. Happened to page two. Isaac is both dim-sighted and dimly visible. Three years after the binding and the death of Isaac's mother, Sarah, Abraham betrothed his 40-year-old son to three-year-old Rebekah, sister of Laban the Aramaic. The young bride's first remark when she saw Isaac meditating in the field was, who is that man? 20 years later, Rebecca conceived. The twin brothers Jacob and Esau grappled even in her womb. Unlike his gifted wife, his harsh father, Abraham, or his shifty son, Jacob, Isaac was no prophet. He did not, could not see either providentially or practically. Sometime after the twins turned 40, 
Isaac called his favorite Esau to him to talk about posterity. My son, he said. Esau answered the blind man, see, here am I. See, now I am old, Isaac said to the short-sighted hunter, and don't know the day of my death. He instructed the son who sold his birthright for a mess of pottage to take arrows and bow, to stalk the fields for venison, and make me savory meat such as I love. Bring it to me so I may eat, so that my soul may bless you before I die. Rebecca overheard Isaac's attempt to bequeath to Esau the blessing God gave to Abraham and his seed. His wife of 60 years by now knew who that man, Isaac, was and contrived an elaborate trick to get the blessing for her faith, Jacob. She directed her son to slaughter two kid goats from the flock and prepared their meat the way her husband loved. Rebecca then dressed Jacob in brother Esau's clean clothes, fashioned mittens and a collar from the kid's skins, so Jacob's smooth hands and neck felt hairy like Esau's. Mother then dispatched her disguised favor to old, blind, hungry Isaac. Driven by paternal love and appetite, and beholden to his blindness, the second patriarch was betrayed by all his other senses. First, by hearing. When Jacob greeted him, my father, Isaac asked him, here am I, who are you, my son? Jacob answered, I, Esau, your firstborn, have done just as you told me. Get up, please, sit and eat my game so that your soul may bless me. Then by touch, Isaac said, come near, I pray, so I may feel you, my son, whether you be my very son Esau or not. The voice, Jacob's voice, but the hands, the hands of Esau. Next, by taste, Isaac asked again, is this you, my son, Esau? Jacob answered, I am. So Isaac ordered, bring it near. I will eat of my son's game, that my soul may bless you. And lastly, smell. Isaac opened his arms and said, come close now and kiss me, my son. See, my son smells like a field. The Lord has blessed. Therefore, Isaac blessed his son. God give you of the dew of heaven and the fatness of the earth. Let people serve you and nations bow down to you. Cursed be everyone that curses you and blessed be he that blesses you. Next, Esau came in all simplicity and said, let my father get up and eat his son's venison so that your soul may bless me. Isaac asked, who are you? And when he answered, I, your son, your firstborn, Esau, Isaac shook with fear, the opposite of love. 
who does not hear an echo of Isaac and Abraham on the Mount of Seir when Isaac said, my father, and Abraham replied, here am I, my son, and cited Isaac, posed a simple question. See, the fire and the wood, but where the lamb for a burnt offering? There, Abraham's oracular answer, God will supply the ram, settled all and nothing. Here, Isaac's question in response to unwitting Esau's answer settled everything. Who, where he who took venison and brought it to me? And I have eaten all of it before you came. And I have blessed him? Yes, and he will be blessed. To Esau's anguish, having nothing left for me, bless me too, Father. Isaac could only answer, Behold, your dwelling will be the fatness of the earth and of the dew of heaven from above. He laughed, had another 40 years to meditate upon blessing and leaving to his children. Isaac died at 180 in Mamre, where God promised Abraham a son, and Esau and Jacob buried him. Tradition observes that all the good Isaac enjoyed in life, he owed to Abraham. But Isaac will rescue Abraham's descendants on the day of judgment. God will say to Abraham, your children have sinned. Abraham will reply, go ahead, wipe them out and sanctify your name. God will then turn to Jacob, who will answer the same. Next, God will accuse Isaac. Your children have sinned. Isaac will counter, creator of the world, my children. When they stood before Sinai, you called them my firstborn. But if they are mine, not yours, it's no great thing to save them. By your own reckoning, children are not responsible until the age of 20. Of the 50 years remaining of the allotted 70, Half the time is spent asleep, and half of what's left is occupied by prayer, eating, and attending to needs. So, only 12 and one-half years, wayward years, need be redeemed. If that's still too much for you, take half and put the other half on me. This has been the TBE Richmond Podcast. Once again, I'm Rabbi Michael Knopf. On behalf of all of us here at Temple Bethel in Richmond, Virginia, thanks for listening. I hope this episode was uplifting and enriching. If you haven't already, please subscribe to this feed wherever you listen to podcasts so you'll never miss an episode. And please rate and review us so others will have an easier time joining the conversation. Our theme music is composed and produced by Stephen Frost. Learn more about our dynamic, warm, and passionate congregation affiliated with the United Synagogue of Conservative Judaism at www.bethelrichmond.org. Until next time, shalom y'all.